a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It's great to be with you as always. I am Boyd Matheson, and we often talk on this program about communication strategy. We talk about uh, voices that can cut through the the noise and the chatter and clamor that's online. Uh, We often talk about how words matter and that words have meaning and that that meaning matters. And I want to go back to a conversation we had yesterday where I learned some really important lessons about words and about voices and about speech from someone who doesn't do that. Uh, If you missed the show yesterday, you need to go back and uh, both listen to the podcast and also read uh, just an extraordinary piece by Julia Chu Knudsen at Deseret.com talking about how her non-speaking autistic brother learned to communicate and how for 15 years uh, there there was none Uh, and then suddenly there was. And... I happen to know the the Chu family from when we lived down in Southern California, down in the San Diego area, and uh, Sam is a is a hero to me. Again, non speaking, autistic, and he connected the dots and is able to communicate now in an amazing way through controlling his movement and being able to spell on a letter board uh, that is just so powerful. And so I think of Sam's voice today, uh, amid all the other voices that are out there, many of them shrill, many of them angry, many of them divisive. Uh, I learned a lot from Sam uh, and his journey. Uh, I learned a lot from his family, from his parents and his siblings, uh, who never treated Sam as a liability to be managed, but always treated him as a human being with divine potential, uh, as something to be developed and worked on, uh, that just settling was was not enough. And because of that, over a long period of time, 15 years with really not a lot to see, not a lot of show, uh, to suddenly where the dots started to connect. And uh, we shared it on the show yesterday. Julia joined us on the show and, and talked about that moment when she got a uh, a uh, video message from her mom saying that, that Sam spelled something. It happened to be the, the word Massachusetts, which was an interesting thing. Uh, his teacher had taught him about Plymouth Rock and uh, asked where that was, and, and he spelled it out. It was a long, slow process, uh, but he was able to do that and develop those skills to, to raise his voice uh, 
Uh, and now he's doing it in, in such amazing and powerful ways that, one, it, it reminded me of just how critical it is for all of us to make sure everyone does have a voice. And and I would say the nonverbal uh, have a very powerful voice. It's different. It's different from what we expect every day. It's expect, uh, different than what we engage in every day. Uh, but I would suggest uh, what I learned from Sam uh, is that those voices are brilliant. They have great wisdom and insight for all of us. Uh, and just the, the determination to express that desire to to elevate and engage in conversation uh, is so real. Uh, we learned yesterday that uh, 33 million people worldwide uh, are non-speaking and that about 25 to 30% of people with autism are non-speaking, uh, and that there are ways to to learn that single-finger typing keyboard uh, is a way to do that. And again, you can, you can check all that out on our social media pages. Uh, but the thing that keeps coming back to me, I just keep, I've been thinking about Sam for 24 hours now, and all the lessons that I've learned from, one, just his determination, it, it takes a while to, to peck something out uh, on a letter board, uh, especially if you have a hard time controlling your muscles anyway. But that purposeful movement uh, that enables Sam to, to be able to communicate now. Uh, so interesting, uh, this is from Julia's article at Deseret.com. She said, Sam faced many physical challenges in learning to spell. He had to build the physical stamina to support his trunk and sit up for a sustained period. He had to painstakingly practice coordinating his eye and shoulder movements to point to the letter he wanted. Uh, 11 months after his first spelling session, Sam was uh, was in a lesson and was asked what the universal language was. And this time the uh, the practitioner held up one board with all 26 letters on it. And instead of spelling the answer from the lesson, which the universal language would be math, instead, Sam spelled out L-O-V-E. That's the universal language. I think Sam got it right. Uh, He then proceeded to spell out mom, dad, uh, his uh, brother and sister, uh, friends of the family, everybody in the house. And he was communicating in a in a powerful way. And again, where many may have written Sam off as just a, a liability to be managed on this planet, uh, the Chu family did something different. And I think of so many out there who struggle similarly uh, in caring for these extraordinary and special souls. Uh, it's exhausting. Uh, it the mental gymnastics, the physical. Uh, just the time, uh, so often the, the progress is so slow uh, and can be so frustrating. And for all of those who are the caregivers in those scenarios, uh, you're also the heroes, and you have a voice, and people do notice, and you're, you're making a difference. Uh, and to Sam, uh, you know, Sam has has really shown that there is something innate. There's something divine. There's something that keeps 
propelling people forward uh, with that desire to connect and communicate. And some can only communicate with their eyes. Some can can only communicate with uh, touch. Uh, Some can point to the letters and, and make it out over hard work and long periods of time. But they do have a voice. And those of us who can sit in front of a microphone or a television camera or can type out at a rapid speed onto our social media feeds or text things out at a rapid pace, uh, I would suggest today uh, that you look at words just a little different and slow down. And maybe you don't have to be quite so purposeful in punching out all the letters, but I would suggest that you follow Sam's advice and his example and be really careful which words you choose to give meaning to, to give emphasis to, and to share with the people around you. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something today that'll make a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to. Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.